Hello, everybody. Today, we are doing a paint-along, stop-by-stop and acrylic portrait painting, part two. If you would like to grow as an artist and you can't afford an art class, we've got everything you need here at Art Prof, critiques, tutorials, and professional development. This is part two. I'm a little terrified. <laughs> I'm coming back to this painting after, oh my gosh, months at a time. And you can see this is the painting where it's at right now. But I was so stressed <laughs> about the stream that last night I went through and I just marked up the different changes that I want to make because <sighs> I got to chill. Sometimes when I'm on live stream, I feel a little bit hyper. <laughs> and so it's hard for me to keep track of things. So I spent a lot of time investigating the reference photo and really asking myself, okay, what is a drawing issue? What is a color issue? And what is a value issue? So if you look at this shoulder, this is a drawing problem because I can tell that I made it too high, in which case I'm gonna redraw it. Here as well, I lost quite a bit of form in the chin. That's a drawing issue, the mouth obviously as well. But when I look at the piece, my biggest problem in terms of color is that this is so purple. And what I really need is just a big glaze, transparent paint of cadmium red. This is far too blue. This probably means a little bit of a touch of Naples yellow. I do want the background to be less flat. And then another thing that I noted is edges. So I spent a really long time just doing this. Squinting to look at the image in its most reduced simple form. And I'm noticing that really the only crisp edges are down here and over here. And so this whole area needs to just dissolve. Same thing with the neck, a little bit of the shirt as well. This really helps me because sometimes, tell me in the chat if you've ever had this experience and you're lying if you say no. You ever look at your painting and there's just so many things you need to fix. And it's overwhelming because you look at it and you say, oh my gosh, the color's not good. I messed up this chin, this hair needs something. It feels a little bit too much to tackle all at once. So that's why I have these written notes to remind myself. I mean, I can literally just go step by step and follow all of these changes and then I'll reevaluate and decide, okay, where does it go from here? But th these are the most immediate fixes that I need to take care of before I can really start to develop further. The other thing is painting is really slow. <laughs> this is gonna be a long stream and I'm doubting that I'm even gonna be able to finish today. I, I think most likely it's going to need another stream so I'm gonna start with that cadmium red glaze over 
sheesh, maybe over the entire thing. It just got so purple last time. Let's just do straight cadmium red, which terrifies me a little bit, but maybe that's a good thing because I'm such a wimp when it comes to color. <laughs> And actually, <laughs> I was really worried I was going to have to make an emergency trip to Blick this morning because I don't have much matte medium left. But I found this soft matte gel, which is thicker than I want it to be. And so I just took a cup and then I put a little bit of the soft gel matte and I just put a little bit of water to loosen it up. So this is my fake matte medium. <laughs> It is important to have a medium. I think oftentimes people will use straight water to increase the flow of their acrylic paint. But the problem with that is that oftentimes the water breaks down the paint. So it loses its sense of body. And so that's why the matte medium, you can use slow dry medium, any one of those mediums is really good for making sure that you don't lose that body. Okay, let's try that. Just a big glaze of red. Because one of the parts of the second stage of the painting that I appreciate is that you can do transparent paint. In the beginning, you're just trying to knock things in. So you can see up here that was bluish. I put a cadmium red glaze over it and the blue was still down there. The blue has not changed, but that slight reddish glaze changes things a lot. I thought that cadmium red was gonna be too much, but I, I actually think it's just right, <laughs> which is surprising. <laughs> So who's painting with me? And you don't have to paint Linda. You can totally just do something else so we can hang together in our virtual studio. But it is fun for me to hear what people are working on, even if it's not the portrait that I'm doing. I also told myself, <sighs> breathe, <laughs> I'm gonna take my time. I don't know, sometimes it's like my brain gets ahead of my hand and then things aren't lined up and it's not so fun for me. So that's what I'm gonna try to do today. Just, <laughs> I mean, part of it is, well, most of it is being on the live stream is what makes it hard. Okay, more matte medium. And if you missed it, part one is available. Just type into YouTube, Art Prof Acrylic Portrait. That should bring you to that. And in case anybody is wondering, I do have the art supplies list with links in the YouTube video description below. And the link to the reference photo is also in the video description. And please paint along with me, any media. Afterwards, we will have a chat in the Discord 
And then that's a place where everybody can share their work because that's one of my favorite things about this community. And it's a good thing also in the beginning, have a rag handy because that makes it, especially when you're glazing, it's really easy to just go in here and wipe away some of that glaze. This glaze I'm sure is probably way too much, but I have this thing where I start to get very conservative about my colors. And so for me, it's actually easier for me to overshoot the saturation. And then I, I can always dull it down. Getting more gray is not difficult. In fact, that's for me, something that's going to happen anyway, more intense with color tends to be better for me, but it depends on the person. I mean, some people are, are really good at color. <laughs> Unlike me, <laughs> an inferior inferiority complex <laughs> when it comes to color. The other thing you'll notice too is this cadmium red glaze. Does everybody see how it, it just sort of brings everything together? Because in the last time I worked on it, everything was, for good reason, very fragmented. And so a really just simple glaze, it just brings everything together. And I'm going to cut down some of the blues over here because those, ugh, those are really out of control. In fact, I might just do a really, really light because th this blue is really bothering me. I think it's too intense. Yeah, I think that helps. Glazing is really nice because it's easy to put on top of and with a glaze, you can't do that much damage <laughs> because if you don't like it, you can just, wipe it off. It's really a good thing. So I'm increasing the opacity down here. Like this glaze here, I made it pretty thin. Step back, squint. Oh, these eyes are horrible. <laughs> They're terrible. It's so bad. So, so bad. But we'll get to it. You have to be patient to be a painter. That's why I'm not a painter. Can't do it. All right, let's see what people are saying in the chat. The way I will do the live stream is I'll do some painting, take a break, answer some questions, go back to painting. So if you post a question in the chat, if I don't answer right away, it's not that I'm not going to answer. It's that I can't answer questions and paint and talk. <laughs> so if you have a question, put it in the chat. I will scroll back every now and then to take a look at that. Yukon Swim Mom, love how that red glaze is changing the skin tones. I thought the cadmium red would really overwhelm it. Obviously not. Still learning how to use mediums. I find it so confusing. The problem with mediums is just so many of them. Honestly, if you're feeling overwhelmed, just get matte medium. You really don't need the other stuff. I think the matte medium totally keeps you covered. And I don't know about anybody else, but when I go to the art store and there's just a wall of acrylic medium, you just don't know what to do. So you don't have to do that stuff. Get your experience with the matte medium first. And then when you feel like you have a better handle on it, go get some more mediums. 
experiment because it really is just too many options. Kikak says, do you have to post a portrait in that channel? No, the chat in the Discord afterwards so people can hang out, share their work, but you can totally go in there and not share anything. It's totally fine. Sonnet is asking, would you say painting is essentially drawing, but with paint and a brush? It can be, but it also is not. Because while I absolutely agree, drawing and painting are related, there's a lot of crossover between the two. Painting really can not be even close to drawing sometimes. And I do find that a lot of times when I've taught an introductory painting class, the number one problem that I see is people go for the tiny brush first and they try to do the whole painting with tiny brushes and they hold the brush like this, which is really similar to how I might draw with pencil. But really what you should be doing, <laughs> I think, at the beginning of a painting is painting with a big brush and knocking in big planes of paint. Now that is not as much a drawing motion and we underestimate brushes. Brushes are very familiar. They're not some weird tool from the middle ages. And so we often think, oh, a brush, no problem. But people who have really good brush technique, I'm so envious because it really is, the brush is a whole other language. And so you'll see online and tell me in the chat if you've seen this, a lot of paintings where you can't see the brushwork at all. And sometimes it's a great thing, but more often than not, that's people trying to do something hyper-realistic, which to me isn't really the same thing as like painting. <laughs> Lack is asking, any insights about patience in the practice of art? It's really hard, but you have to be patient. You have to. You have to figure out a way to be patient. I can tell you, I am the least patient person. I just want stuff done. And I can't expect that because I go crazy. A big part of patience, break things up. Sometimes people feel like when they're making their work, it has to be some oh marathon session, but it doesn't need to be that way. Break things up. And I think that does make things a little bit more manageable. And everybody needs to stop asking me how they can do things faster <laughs> because people say, how do I learn faster? I'm like, you don't, you just learn the way you learn. People say, I'm not learning fast enough. And I say, you know what? If you're trying to learn it faster, you're going to miss a lot of important things. So just try to tune out all those YouTube videos that say, do this and you will paint five times faster. It's just like, that's such a bunch of crap, in my opinion. <laughs> Sorton Lee says, painting is like auto repair. You spend almost all your time troubleshooting. Absolutely. You just don't know until you give it a shot. Pat says, like the idea of doing a second part, love seeing the process. Well, here's the thing though. That first stream had a lot of dramatic changes because I was just starting. It's going to be slow today, everybody. Sorry. I should learn how to paint faster, right? 
right? It doesn't work that way. Not at all. Thank you so much, Sonnet, for this super sticker. That is so kind and generous of you. We so much appreciate your support. Any contributions oh, will make me feel so much better because <laughs> the amount of stress is not fun. Okay. So I did the cadmium rum glaze. I think I want to fix up Where's my cheat sheet. I'm going to do the redrawing stuff first because that's the most obvious thing. So, all right. I think it looks like it's in the chin and in the shoulder. Yeah, let's try that. I don't want to keep this Naples yellow background, but for now, I'm going to use it, the Naples yellow, just to fix the drawing part, because I know for sure this is not going to work so well. So yes, if, if you are all expecting fireworks today, no way. It's going to be really boring. <laughs> it's going to be really slow. <laughs> this is probably why nobody paints in real time, <laughs> because it's boring and slow, but it's just what it is. And I, I think there is value in seeing that, even if it might be boring to watch. I just think people need to see more how freaking slow this is. Because I do think sometimes you see those videos that are sped up and people say, well, why can't I do that? And it's like, nobody can do that. It's just the illusion of people doing something like that. So I'm going to be slow and I'm going to be okay with that. Sometimes in the live stream, I guess, I'm like, Claire, are you not painting fast enough? But I, ju I just can't. This portrait's kind of complicated. And acrylic is not my thing. That's the other issue. So actually, let's do a little... I I'm going to stick with the Naples yellow for a little bit. And I'm going to use it to fix things. But I'm also going to do a little bit of glazing with the Naples yellow. So that way I can fix up some of these edges because for sure this whole area needs a glaze. Just, just if anything to remind me that that is not an area that I want to have a hard edge. So th this is not a color change. This is an edge change. I'm changing the softness of that edge. So you have to start to distinguish for yourself, okay, when is it a color change? When is it a drawing change? When is it in terms of edges? So yeah, here I'm gonna really soften this up. I really think if you want your paintings to look more dimensional, edges are very, very important. Because if your edges are all very harsh and very graphic, that's when things really do tend to get very, very flat. And I have already identified for myself, okay, this is the hardest edge. I'm not gonna have anything else in the painting compete with that. Oh, I love glazing. <laughs> glazing is so fun. I don't know, glazing sometimes it feels too easy. It's like, how could it be this easy? 
it's just so nice being able to make those changes. And I do think the second time you sit down to a painting, it is a really good idea to do the glazing first, and then you can come back and do the more opaque stuff. And, and really, it doesn't matter. This is just my personal preference. Really, take everything I say with a grain of salt. I am definitely not the word. I mean, I, I'm actually, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't tell you this. I'm not a very good painter, but I know enough to be able to demo it. So yeah. If you want to see somebody who really paints, look at my friend, Kathy Speranza. She's a painter. I'm super jealous of her techniques. But go look at her stuff because she understands brush work and brush technique. Oh, so jealous. <laughs> Anybody else have artists they're jealous of? <laughs> Me, I have so many. I'm jealous of Jordan's line work. He's so good at line. Jealous of Kat's thumbnails. And Lauren always makes me feel so pitiful when it comes to color. <laughs> okay, yeah, I gotta go in. I'm just gonna use the Naples yellow and just fix up because there's a lot of streakiness up here that I don't wanna have. So right now, I'm not really painting, I'm cleaning up. It's a very different thing. I'm gonna squint. Okay, so this edge, way too harsh. On that medium. Your rag is your best friend. I hope you're all painting with a rag. You should be. If you're not, shame on you. A lot of squinting, everybody, because this is a pretty detailed portrait. There's a lot of wrinkles and things like that, but I can't let that take over. And the only way I can deal with that is by really, really squinting and not getting caught up with all those little details. I'll say everybody, keep painting simple. Does everybody see how right now I'm just doing Naples yellow, not doing anything else. And that does keep things more streamlined for people because oftentimes people feel like they have to jump around and, and do all the colors all at once. No, me and Naples yellow are just gonna hang out for a little bit. I'm like that with a lot of things. For example, people ask me very often, oh, what watercolor brushes should I use? And I tell them, you know, I only paint with one brush. <laughs> I just have one Sumi brush. And maybe I have a little one, but even then, the Sumi brush, you can get pretty detailed with it. I just like to keep things simple. I mean, there's a reason, everybody. If you look at my palette, two yellows. Well, actually, there's three. Sorry. <laughs> I cheated. I'm using the Naples yellow. Two reds. Sometimes I have a brown burnt umber, but not all the time. Cerulean blue, although this cerulean blue, it's not really cerulean blue. It's from these acrylic apple sauce packets. This is not much of a hint lighter and a little bit more yellow. 
I don't really like that. This is ultramarine, but again, stupid brand. This is a little bit lighter than I want it to be. I wish it was darker. So I have the Prussian blue here for value reasons. I'm still not on board with Prussian blue. We, we hang out. We've been on a few dates, but they're a little rocky. So I'm just not sure. The, the jury is still out for Prussian blue. We'll see. <laughs> so I'm curious, tell me in the chat, what is your go-to color when you need value? Because value is very easy to forget about. Squinting. Oh, squinting today. Some Naples yellow glazes because I didn't have enough here at the top. I'm going to fuzz out a lot of the hair at the top and then I'm going to bring it back. I just feel like right now the hair is far too present. So it's not going to stay this way, but I got plans. I, I, I sort of have a sense of where this is going. I just feel like I really want the hair to be a lot more ethereal. I, I feel like I made it way too heavy before. So that's what these Naples yellow glazes are going to do for me right now. They're just going to push the hair back, make the hair less present. And then I can always bring it back. So that, that's something you'll see a lot with painting is you remove something, you put it back, you rock back and forth. That's fine. There's so much back and forth. I mean, there's this... I don't know, pressure I see. People say, I have to get it right the first time. Otherwise, I'm a failure. I'm like, no. You put something down. You do the best you can. You approximate. And then you realize, oh, I need more. I need less. It's so much a back and forth. Okay, that makes me feel better. I feel like it's a little bit more airy of a painting. When I looked at it, Yesterday and today, I just felt like it was so opaque. And I think transparency is incredibly important in painting. And so that's what I'm trying to do now is make it less opaque. Because this whole area with the hair, I don't want it to be so thick. Yeah, I really want these edges to come down. So there's matte medium in here that I'm using. But my brush is pretty dry. It's, it's not really that full of paint. That's another thing with painting. You have to be very conscious of, okay, how much paint is in my brush? And I do think most of the time people have too much paint in their brush. Because when you have more paint in your brush, if your brush is like chunked up with paint, it's tougher to control. And obviously everybody paints differently. I'm just talking about my point of view, but I tend to be a, a big on layers. Layers are really, really important to me. It depends on the person. Oh man, you know what I just realized? 
she's too straight. Wait, what? Is it the nose? Oh, crap. Wait, wait, wait. The nose is too straight. Okay, that's a drawing problem. Okay, hang on. <laughs> One thing at a time. All right, I got to change the angle of the nose because that is really bad. I don't know. Sometimes I like the beginning better because it's just, it's just really obvious what you need to do. And this is that stage where it's like, yeah, you have to make all these decisions and those decisions get complicated. Yeah. There's a tilt. I totally did not get that. Like if you look at the eyes, I have them very horizontal, but they should be tilted. Oh my God. That's a redrawing problem. Okay. One thing at a time, I'm just going to finish up the Naples yellow glaze and then we'll come back to all that painful redrawing <laughs> I'm going to have to do. That's another thing. When you work on your pieces, whatever media it is, you have to be willing to make changes, changes that are painful because a lot of people will say, oh, but I worked so hard on that. I don't want to have to redraw it. I'm like, too bad. <laughs> You really should go back and fix it. Oh man, I got to, okay. There's a way more redrawing here than I thought initially. So much to change. So much to change. Okay, at the very least that opens up the portrait more. It doesn't feel so thick. And so all of the, it might look like I'm blending here, but I'm not, this is glazing. This is me softening the edge with glazing. Okay, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Maria is asking, how do you deal with brush drag? Can you be more specific, Maria? I'm not familiar with that term. So if you can tell me a little bit more what you're talking about, I can come back to your question. Babe Javi, love your content. It's kind of therapeutic to see an artist like Clara also thinking twice and progressing slowly. It makes me feel better about how long it takes me to paint. Painting is so slow, you guys. Why do you think I never paint? <laughs> I always draw because drawing is so much more immediate. And I think you can get away more with drawing as far as not fully doing everything. I mean, to a certain degree, that also is true with painting. But I just feel like paintings, they really do require just a beefier amount of work and patience. Like drawing, I can be sort of spastic about it and it's okay, but I can't do that with painting. I mean, maybe there are some people who do that, but not so much me. Dandy says, very valuable to see the real process, understanding what the relationship with the painting really is. Oh yes, I give it to you the real way, boring and long. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. 
Anna's asking, are you going to use a palette knife on the painting at all? I might. I just, there's so many drawing problems right now. Maybe later when I fixed all those drawing problems, I could imagine in the hair, that might be really fun. I do want to. I think the palette knife for me really loosens me up. And I do think there is a danger the longer you work on the painting that you do start to lose some of the freshness of your marks. That's inherent. The more brushstrokes that are on the canvas. And sometimes the palette knife is really nice, blunt way to just throw it down. Kirsch says, how do you get the same colors for a second time? I never quite get the same colors I had the first time. You don't. <laughs> you can't. And people are very frustrated with that. And I would see it this way. So let's say you mix this bluish highlight, okay? And you say, okay, I need that color again. I'm going to mix it again. It's really so bad if it's just a little bit less dark. It's not actually. It gives more variety. Because then you have two blues and, and one of them is just a little bit different. That's good. You don't want all your colors to be replicated. And so I think trying to replicate a color, it's fruitless and it's not that impactful. You're much better off thinking about the overall color scheme and how to integrate that. So yeah, don't worry about that. Kikak says, did you learn the Munsell technique Kathy Speranza talked about? I was so sad because I filmed that charcoal and pencil drawing tutorial that's on our YouTube with Kathy in the spring of 2020. And we were going to do everything. We were going to film Munsell, her painting process, but then COVID shut us down. So I'm really, really sad. Maybe someday somebody will fly me out to Boston so I can sit down and do that. Oh, good. You guys don't mind. <laughs> Manette says, love the longer videos. To me, the longer the video, the better. I love seeing the process from point to point, then backtracking because point C got messed up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys find it interesting because I'm always like, who wants to watch this? <laughs> User56 says, how can you make a habit of practicing every day with your drawing and painting skills? Here's my recommendation. You know, you see all those things online. You have to draw every day or you're a disaster. You will die if you don't draw it. No, 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 no. I think what's more important is create a habit. It doesn't have to happen every day, but a habit is more important. So I have all kinds of work routines. Sometimes it's just a playlist. When I put on my work playlist, I know it's time to work. Or leaving my supplies out. That's a habit. If my supplies are out, I'm much more less, I'm much more likely to work. So you can draw every day. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but you can say to yourself, okay, my time to draw is in the evenings at eight o'clock. I'm going to put on a Benedict Cumberbatch movie <laughs> to draw. <laughs> That's more important. Sarah's asking, how do you get that transparency? You mix matte medium, which is this goopy, liquidy medium into your paint and that creates a transparency.
We have a question from user. Our teacher tells me to start thick with the paint. I believe you should start loose and then go thick as you go. What do you think? It doesn't matter. <laughs> do whichever way you want to do it. I do think for me, it is easier to start thinner and then build up and then put some glazes on top, but it doesn't really matter. And also it depends. I mean, some people make paintings, they're all glazing, no opaque paint. Okay. And some people will do all opaque. I happen to like a little bit of both, but the point that I'm trying to make everybody, this is probably the absolute boiled down fundamental of how I teach. <coughs> Nothing, no technique is inherently bad or wrong unless it's plagiarism. That is clear cut wrong, but everything else, it just depends. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's really annoying advice. <laughs> there's no such thing as a wrong thing could work for somebody could not work for somebody else. Yeah. Christine says seconding the habit rather than must draw everything, every everyday thing. I used to tell myself I had to, and I'm putting too much pressure on myself. Yeah. I mean, if you are trying to do something that's just not reasonable for your life situation, that is actually harmful to your practice. So you have to do something that's actually sustainable, that isn't gonna stress you out. You don't feel productive, but you have to not feel like it's this oh, thing that's just hovering over you. That's really, really hard. Okay, we, we need to fix the eyes and the tilt. That's really, really bothering me. Oh my God, I can't believe how bad it is. <coughs> I think I need some of that blue cerulean or rather want to be cerulean. Yeah. See the paint packet. Oh, it does say cerulean blue. This is like poser cerulean blue. <laughs> okay. Let's get the big chunk of white, little touch of blue. And by the way, everybody, I really don't recommend using straight white in general. I mean, yeah, there's probably circumstances where maybe you do need that. I just don't think it helps that much. Most of the time I need a little something, a little kick to my white. I probably have a very chalky look to it, which I think is not great. Okay, and let's get, in addition to the blue, so it's really nice when you mix the white, mix a cool white and mix a warm white. This white sucks. White. So this is my cool white. I'm going to put, I'm going to do Naples yellow. I feel like this cadmium lemon, it's a little bit harsher than I want it to be. Naples yellow is like yummy butter. A little more. And you'll notice that when I mix paint, I mix it incrementally. I don't do a big dump. 
So I could say, okay, well, there's that, but actually that's not enough. I'm going to add just a touch more. Because I think oftentimes people mix really big quantities of paint and that actually makes it harder to mix. When you have smaller quantities that you're adding, it's more manageable. Okay. Oh, time for some redrawing, guys. I want to do this. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a bummer. I'm just squint. Yeah, the whole the, the nose. See this? That's the angle. It has to go like this. It has to tilt. So I'm going to use the little brush because I'm trying to redraw things. Okay, this is redrawing. This is not painting as much. And this I am going to do opaquely because I'm trying to redraw. Okay. See, I'm trying to figure out which way. Ugh, that's way too blue. I'm going to move to the Naples yellow version. Oh, just squinting. Squint, squint, squint. Who here squints when you draw or paint? I, I find it absolutely critical. I, I cannot do it without squinting. Oh, Jesus comes all the way out. I hate this. I hate this part. Like, re like moving crap over. It's kind of stressful. So that actually means I have to redraw quite a bit of these wrinkles at the top. And I do need some matte medium to soften some of these edges. This, this is the anal part. <laughs> Because it is easy to say, oh, I'll just live with it. I know the nose is not what it should be, but whatever. You can do that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But I do think it does your painting disservice. Because So the reason I'm fixing this is because it's an angle gesture problem. Okay, it's not that, oh, you didn't paint the cheekbone well. It's like, no, I missed the gesture. She's very upright. Now, in the reference photo, she's tilted. That, that's sort of a big deal. <laughs> like the whole thing. I mean, to me, that's just a sign that I moved on too fast. Okay. Does that bring the nose... Sometimes I just sit here and I just do this. This is the slow, boring part. <laughs> okay, I gotta lift up. Ugh. All right, I need to get, I'm gonna just mix Naples yellow with a little bit of red. This is not so I can get a good color. It's just, I wanna get rid of that one spot. So actually, I need something pretty dark, maybe a little bit of alizarin. It's actually, it's pretty brown. Maybe I need a little ultramarine. Ugh, that's disgusting. Yuck. Okay, that's gross. 
<laughs> Ew, that is not what I wanted. Okay, I'll take a little piece. I'll add the red. Okay, that's a little better because I needed a red that was dull, but not too bright. Let me make it a little darker, a little more red. I always try to make things more saturated than I think they should be, and they usually come out just right. <laughs> And this is fun too. You know, you find a color like this pukey purple and you can use it to mix other things. I think that's really nice to like, say, take this Naples blue and add it to here. That's oftentimes a good way to get more unusual colors because I do think in general, a lot of people are not aggressive enough when they mix. They're not adventurous enough. They mix colors that are too similar. So it's like if you have orange and you add a touch of brown, that's not really that adventurous. Okay, time to redraw. You guys, I don't think I'm going to get very far in the painting today. Oh, God. We're going to need, like, part five. All right, so it's this eye. I look at this eye. Ooh, that's still too... Oh, I think that still needs more red. Maybe this cadmium red is kind of wimpy. It doesn't feel as powerful as other cadmium reds. I mean, at least in oil, it's very powerful. But maybe it's just because it's acrylic. Maybe that's it. I have no idea. It might still be too light. It is. <laughs> this is why color mixing takes forever. Where's my brown? Oh, shoot. I didn't put my brown down. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Come on. What the heck? That one didn't work. Where are you? Oh, here it is. <laughs> Too many paints. <laughs> if you want to see my setup, I posted it in the Discord under post live streams. You can see what a wreck this place is. Right now, my studio is just wires. It's so horrible. I hate it. Because I wrapped up that woodcut tutorial, finally. But I oftentimes leave that setup out in case I shoot another DSLR tutorial, which is handy, but it's really yucky. It's a gigantic mess. I'm also gonna really take my time washing my brushes well sometimes i get lazy and i'm painting i'm like i don't want to wash my brushes and then you pay for it later is anybody else lazy like me i'm like no today you you have to you're gonna mess this up okay little matte medium this darker brownish color oh much better okay good oh shoot is that too Oh my god, I think I have to bring the eyes down. Yeah, they did it too high. Shoot. <laughs> okay, I'm going to bring them down. I thought I was going to bring them up, but then I realized that that was going to make it way too high. Which means I think I need to bring 
did I? Oh, yeah, this one has to come down too. Ooh, that is creepy. <laughs> That's super creepy. You know that ugly face? <laughs> this is it. This is totally it. I need some value here to get the eyes a little bit more solid. Um, where's all my small brushes? Oh, my teen took it. She took all my acrylic brushes. Of course, it's like the one day that I'm streaming an acrylic portrait stream. She decides she wants to use the acrylic paints. Okay, let's clean up a little bit. My palette's getting a little gross. So I searched. I'm telling you, I turned my whole house upside down yesterday trying to find my freaking window scraper and I, I couldn't find it so now I'm using this pathetic little razor blade which is not good but it's what I have anybody else do that like, like there's this one thing you have to have it nothing else will substitute what that thing does and you just can't freaking find it and you, you rip apart all your shelf. I literally did this. I took all the freaking things off my shelf. I couldn't find it. And now I'm sad. Okay. All right. Much better. So now let's mix a color so I can fix up the value in there. I think I do want it to be pretty ultramarine blue-ish. was going to add alizarin, but now I'm, I'm really curious if the cadmium red, maybe that's a little bit too dark. I don't know. I kind of like that. I guess it's a cadmium red day because I'm adding the cadmium to everything. But if you look at the reference photo, there is a lot of red in the photo. Let's try this. The cadmium red, is, it's not really a color I use that much, but this is kind of working for me. Sometimes I think the thing about Lucerne Crimson, it's a beautiful color. I mean, it looks like blood. Of course, it's beautiful. But the thing is, it is almost purple, Lucerne Crimson. And I think right now I'm trying to not have so much purple. So I'm staying away from the Lucerne right now. Just stick with the cadmium. clean my palette knife. I mean, half of the reason painting is so slow is because you have to clean so much. If I'm drawing with charcoal, I have to clean my charcoal. <laughs> I can just put it down. And this is like, oh, I got to scrape my palette. I got to mix this and clean my brushes. Okay, maybe that's a little better. All right. Squint. She's got too much chin. Oh shoot. <laughs> I have to fix that first. That's gonna really bother me. Yeah, her chin is like bleh. what the heck? Let me just fix that while I remember. 
This is all redrawing, fixing up where things are. I mean, this is the not so fun part <laughs> where you're like, ah. Okay. All right. So this eye needs to come down. better brush this brush is kind of stupid all right oh it hasn't gone down even more oh my god this is so bad you guys this is not a small change this is like domino effect where it's like one thing got screwed up now you have to do it somewhere else. <sighs> Granted, though, this is not as bad as my blunder in the woodcut tutorial. <laughs> that that really made me angry. I was like <laughs> really, really pissed off at myself. <laughs> this is fine. This is like, yeah, yeah, I know we'll get it done. I will. It's just going to be annoying and take a little while. A little more of this brownish red. I'm gonna do a little glaze over this because I don't really like the way that edge is so harsh. I'm playing edges here. Oh man, wrinkles. Okay, this this is all gonna get rubbed out. <laughs> I just need to start that again. I'll just paint the highlights on top. Okay, so if I'm gonna tilt that, does that come down even more? Squint. Is that too close? I don't think so let's just try this okay there's this okay this one's a little the right eye is a little bit higher than the left eye let's just see what happens when I do this is that better it is all right and then I need to get I'm gonna just really briefly sketch in these wrinkles they're not gonna be that dramatic I just want to place them a little oh my gosh this is so much redrawing but I get kind of compulsive about it it's like I can't leave it it like bothers me too much that I know it's not good and I can't leave it alone that's better I think that is better it obviously needs a lot of work but I 
think it's where I want it to be placement wise. And that is the most important thing right now. I'm not worried about the other stuff. She's got this wonderful wrinkle up here. I'm being pretty tight right now. Right now is not the time to be gestural. Right now is the time for me to evaluate, really construct the form. See, I told you I was going to take my time. <laughs> Ugh, I need some of that medium. Too much crap in my brush. Squinting, squinting. Okay, so that actually works out for this upper portion. And actually, what I'm going to do now, I'm going to take this brown. I'm going to mix it with a little touch of this because I'm trying to get a color that's a little bit in between. I don't generally mix with my brushes that much. I only do it when it's a small quantity like that. I'll mix with a brush. But other than that, I'm pretty much a palette knife girl. I still feel like this is a little too high. Hang on a sec. Maybe this needs to be a little higher. In which case, to offset that, I think I'm going to make this even a little bit lower. Oh, but this needs to go higher. Okay. <laughs> Does everybody see what a domino effect this is? It's like you fix one thing and then it's like, oh, I got to fix everything else. It's very frustrating. But that's important to get cohesion. You know, if you're not painting things together, that can mess with you. I still, I don't like the nose still. I still feel like the nose needs a little something. I'm going to spend some time with this brownish red and some matte medium could just be maybe that blue is just like way too harsh let me just do a quick pass over that because that could just be it maybe that blue is just way too annoying just calling way too much attention to itself okay we got to really look at these nostrils because i made them look terrible it needs a lot of redrawing And a little bit more of a tilt here. So the other thing you'll notice as I'm redrawing, I'm trying to get the lines that I'm adding to sink more into the painting so that, like, I don't like this. Like, that's really annoying and blunt. So if I just go in and I just soften that edge, it makes it feel a little better for me. Oh my God, and the mouth is so bad. Oh my God, you guys, 
like really sad. <laughs> oh my God, I don't want to. I, I don't want to mess up everything. Okay, I'm going to stay away from that for a little bit. That, that was a little stressful. <laughs> okay, I think I need to come back to here because I really lost that part of the neck. I'll come back to that other section. Whew. Okay, <laughs> let's see what people are saying in the chat. Carolyn says, it's so useful to see what the process is really like, not just when everything goes smoothly. Oh my gosh, stuff never goes smoothly. I feel like most of the time when I'm working on a piece, 80% of the time is it not going well. <laughs> we have to see those mistakes. Sonnet says, once had a painting of books where an angle was completely off and my professor came over and drew a big black line with compressed charcoal correcting the angle. Yikes. Oh, I'm curious. What do people think about this? Do you think it's okay for a teacher to draw on a student's drawing? Now, let me give you a little amendment. Some people will say it's okay as long as the teacher asks the student if it's okay for them to do that. I used to agree with that, but I don't anymore because there's power dynamics there. So even if student doesn't want the teacher to draw on their drawing, I know a lot of students are worried about saying no. So that's a problem. But in my opinion, if you can't explain to the student what you're trying to say, without trying on their drawing, you need to do better. <laughs> I, I know there's various opinions on that. So I'm just curious what other people think, because I used to do it. I used to say, can I draw on your drawing? And I do a little bit. But in recent years, I just stopped doing that altogether. I just would take a scrap sheet of paper or I would take like a piece of tracing paper, put it on top of their drawing and do something like that. Amanda says, I got a dog hair. Here come the tweezers. <laughs> Fantastic. Comcuke is asking, how do you determine how many colors an area needs? I find that I don't often know how to go beyond one color each for mid-tone, light, and shadow. Some portraits, it's easier to do that than others. I think what I try to do is say, okay, well, what is the, the main color? Like the main color is reddish. But then if I look at it, I'll say, okay, well, this one's a touch more blue over here. It's a little bit more yellow. So really the way to do it, you have to really, really look. The thing about color, people think that color is about mixing. But a lot of the color process is seeing color and saying, okay, I'm seeing this and it's a little more yellow. That's a hair more blue. You have to see those differences. If you don't see them, you don't train your eye or push yourself to see them, you're not going to see them. <laughs> you can't paint something you don't see. And so I tell people, although reference photos are convenient and for a stream like this, I sort of have to. The really, the best way to learn color, if you're doing a portrait, 
you have to look at it in real life because the colors are so flat and boring in a photo compared to seeing the colors and the light in real life. Just nothing substitutes that. Seven Angelic says, no, it feels a little condescending. Doesn't let us try to fix it ourselves. Just point it out or make suggestions or do the tracing paper thing. Mm -hmm. Lulu says, I think it's okay with consent. I actually had an English teacher not give me my drawing back. Ooh. Martini says, as an art teacher, I would never draw or write on an artwork. I think it's really rude to the student. H.T. Pokepack says, old art middle school teacher used to just grab some materials and start going to town on my drawing, making, quote, fixes. I found it so annoying. Yeah, that's really, really frustrating. Excuse me. I think it's time for some coffee. <laughs> I need coffee. C. Cantrell says, it's true. There's so many colors in real life. And depending on the lighting, totally different color situation. We have a stream on this about what's the difference between natural light and artificial light. And that is a critical part of understanding light because you can put it to its most basic concept, which is, okay, highlights and shadows, right? And in terms of value, yeah, highlights are bright, shadows are dark. That's the most shallow version of it. But if you look at natural light, the highlights are cool, the shadows are warm. Indoor lighting is the opposite. I mean, it depends. There's so many different kinds of lights, but your run-of-the-mill incandescent light is usually very yellow. So indoor light is usually warm highlights and cool shadows. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we still have a lot of work to do, <laughs> like an hour in, and it's still really, really... Uh... It's getting there. I just need to breathe. <laughs> because this is all fixing. This is me trying to get stuff under control. And although I was working on specific areas, I do think I need to jump around more. I think I'm getting a little stuck in those areas. And I do think me moving around more will help. That blue is too much. I think it needs to come down a little, but whatever. I, I need to work on some of these other things. It was the chin that I was really after and the mouth and the like everything. Oh, wait a second. I just, I just saw something. <laughs> it's, it's this, that this will, oh my gosh, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. I'm very excited. 
so I was realizing the chin was getting a little too long, too tall. But if I raise it up a little bit, that will give me more neck, which I need. I, I need more neck. The neck was too short. That is better. By the tiniest bit. <laughs> it's like just a tiny bit better. <laughs> so I'm going to take some of this blue, which is too blue. I'm going to cut it with a little touch of Naples yellow. Again, painting with my brush, mixing. But it's okay because it's such a small quantity. But even then, it's like there's still goop in here. Okay, and then if I pull out this highlight, is, is that okay? She needs more. What is that? I'm losing track of the line. I mean, for real, so much of the painting process is just sitting here going, <laughs> staring out. Do a little glaze of reflected light here. It's extremely minor. You guys probably almost can't see what I just did. Okay, I think I need another glaze because I'm losing that cheekbone. So let's do matte medium with a little touch of Naples yellow. Just a warning everybody, this is gonna be a long stream. <laughs> I, I told myself today, Clara, you're gonna work on this until you don't feel like it's a train wreck. It might be a while. <laughs> and of course you can all watch the playback later. Oh, see, this is a pain in the ass. There's this like shadow on this side from her hair. I'm not going to deal with it right now. There's just too many other things going on. But I am going to do a glaze. Naples yellow to make this more prominent. So this helps me be a little more holistic about what I'm painting. Jeez, Naples Yellow is really saving me today. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Naples Yellow. I have to credit Alex Rowe with that. He's the one that was like, Naples Yellow. That's getting a little too light. It probably needs a cadmium red glaze. <laughs> See what I mean by back and forth? Okay, very, very thin glaze here. Actually, I'm going to blend a little bit of this 
color to clean this up a bit. So here it is kind of a mess. So a lot of this is me trying to sim simplify some of these areas. Okay, I gotta do with the mouth. The mouth is such a disaster right now. Well, I'm glad you can see it coming together, Amanda, because I sure don't. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Snap Sketch says, are you wiping your brush between colors? I'm so used to watercolor. Yes, I am. Um, anytime you see me go off the screen doing <laughs> this is me putting it into water and washing it like that. And then I'll, I'll try to show this so people remember I'm doing it. So I take it out of the water and then I just wipe it. Because with acrylics, you don't want your brush to be sopping wet. You want it to be fairly dry after you clean it. AKA says portraits are frustrating. You ruin them about a million times before you get them to a place you like. It's all about forcing yourself through the suck <laughs> until you get there. Yes. <laughs> have to deal with that. Okay. Let's get into, so the nose is really bothering me. I feel like I didn't do a great job. Oh my god, this nose is like a whole structure in itself. It's, it's a pretty nuanced form. Like the nostrils are not, you know, when people draw nostrils as a cartoon, it's just like circles. It's like, no, not even close when it comes to observational painting. Oh, see, I don't like painting this way. I don't like this part where I have to be sort of picky. I like the part where I get to like brush things, but th this is necessary right now because I just have too many drawing issues. Too many issues, you guys. But I'm very happy, you know why? There's a new Last of Us episode tonight. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, Pedro Pascal. Oh, <laughs> he's not Benedict, but oh man, he's hot. I'm like so in love with his like soft voice. <laughs> Who else has it really bad for Pedro Pascal? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Plus he's my age. So I have to feel like it's weird for me to crush on him. That that's one of the things my, my crushes, they have to be my age or older, or I feel a little weird about it. I need to know who else other than me, has a problem. <gasps> Did anybody here see when he was on SNL? Oh my god, I just died. <laughs> so good. I have a nostalgia thing with Saturday Night Live because we watched it all the time when I was a kid. I don't think the kids these days really watch it. I mean, maybe they'll see like a clip or something, but it, it's not the same as when I was a kid, you had to watch it. Otherwise, if you didn't watch it, you didn't get to see it again. Remember the olden days? Kids these days, they don't understand how good they have it. Like, if you, if you missed an episode of your TV show, you just missed it. You, you had no other chance to see it again. And so we'd get so stressed. Oh my God, we have to get home to watch this one show. 
Otherwise, we're gonna miss it. Oh, I need another brush. What the heck? Maybe you have one up here. Here's the big brush container. Those are too small. I guess I could use this one. This one's smaller than I like my brushes to be. But whatever. It's what I've got. Now, do I take the plunge? Oh, that is like really elect. I, I don't know. Like, I'm sort of thinking about putting Prussian blue here, but I think it might be a big mistake. I'm just going to try it. Let's just see. It couldn't be that bad, right? Right? It might be too harsh. Let's just try it. It's sort of similar thinking with the cadmium red. Like, it's too much, but it might actually help. Okay, yeah, the mouth is it's a lot wider than I had it. And this is tricky because she's got her teeth showing. And I'm not going to do the teeth right now, but I do want to indicate that they're there. This is a tricky portrait because she is in a position where her mouth is open. I think that's sort of unusual. I don't think you see that all the time. Okay, I need to do some drawing here with the wrinkles. So I'm going to really try to nail the drawing here. Yeah, that's okay. I do like this brush. Okay, you're not too small. You're fine. And I'm going to have, oh, this one's too big too. Uh, I'm going to put matte medium on this brush so I can pick it up and, and maybe move some of the Prussian blue around. All right. Now here I really have to draw like the individual wrinkles. to get rid of that. I think it was a little bit too far to the left. I'm going to push it more here. The wrinkles do make things harder, but they're also such good landmarks. I mean, I feel like in some ways people who are younger can be tougher to paint because there, there's no <laughs> wrinkles that you can use as landmarks. And really, we need more images in general of older people. Can't all be 25. Most of the world is not 25. So older folks, I love it when I can see your faces. Gotta fix up down here, not enough skin. Because there is this really dramatic pocket 
that is down here I'm trying to pull that out so what i might do is i'm doing all this fixing but i'll go back in and i'll i might do another cadmium red glaze to see where that goes i'm surprised the prussian blue is actually working for me I don't know it's not as dramatic as i thought it would be it's actually pretty manageable surprised see colors can surprise you me and prussian blue are having a really good date right now things are going very well it keeps coming back like every time i sit down to do the i'm like do i need the prussian blue i don't know I should give it another chance. I'm being so judgmental. Okay, now when I add the Prussian blue now, I'm gonna add some matte medium so that when I put it down, it's not as severe. Because one thing I don't like that's happening right now is it's going on very opaquely and I don't want it to be that opaque. Actually, I'm gonna switch to a different, well, I don't know. This brush is a little bit small, but it, it actually has a nice softness to it. These two are a little bit harsh, harsher than I want them to be. Okay, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Scuffed Content says, what brand brushes? Uh, I think they're Windsor or Newton. This one's Cobra. It's just a mix of whatever. Honestly, I don't have any brand loyalty when it comes to brushes. I just go to the store and I just touch them and I'm like, oh, I like this one. <laughs> what is this? I, I don't even know what brand this is. It doesn't say, but yeah, I, I just, I don't think it's that important, what brand. Lulu says, do you have any tips on shedding brushes? I always end up with pieces of brush stuck in my paint. You probably need to get better quality brushes because the good quality brushes won't do that. So it is more expensive, but that is the way to fix that. Oh, Athena says, I'm only 16. It's one of my favorite things to watch about SNL. Oh, good. You can't swim, mom. Understands me. Thank you. Love his voice. <laughs> he looks so good when he's all like scuffed up and dirty. I don't know. It's sort of like um anybody watched Lord of the Rings when Vigo Mortensen was Aragorn. I remember my mother was like at the end of the movie when he became king and he was all washed up. My mom was like, he doesn't look good. He looked better when he was all dirty. <laughs> Yeah, see, Ginger Saul understands me. Only love with his voice. He's, he's a great voice. He's like very soft and low. And actually, because Last of Us only comes out once a week, now I'm watching Narcos on Netflix. Has anybody seen that? It's actually a really interesting show because it documents um, drug trafficking in the US and Colombia from the 80s. So I, I happen to really like nonfiction. So it's like, that's, I get Pedro. <laughs> There's been more than one makeout scene too. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, focus. Focus. That was my little break. Okay. 
Okay, I am feeling better. Because uh, I'm missing one of the wrinkles. That's pretty critical. And I'm going to do it with matte medium. This is going to be a pretty transparent area. I'm going to add. It's weird. I, the lighting here is very strange. More matte medium. Because this is more... Oh, shoot. To put this away with a rag. Let's see if that's a little better. Maybe a little Naples yellow to soften that up. Oh, no. That didn't work. Okay. Okay, and then I need a highlight. I'm missing that highlight. Over here. That's a more dramatic highlight. And here too. It's pretty dramatic. Oh shoot, but now I have to draw, there's a couple of wrinkles on the left. Maybe I'll mix the Prussian blue with a little bit of this dark brown, just to cut the blue a little bit. Let's see if that works a little better. I'm glad you guys told me to start up the draw alongs again, because I, I had a lot of other projects I had to be working on, like the woodcut tutorial. We had a wonderful sponsor, Ariel who sponsored that, which I was so, oh my God, so grateful for. And so I, I just really couldn't do the paint alongs as often. But thank you everybody for telling me that you missed them. Just trying to clean up that left-hand side. I think the wrinkles are not dramatic enough. I think this one is more severe. Yeah, and this one is also more dramatic. There's a lot more wrinkles here than I thought. It's like when you really start to dig into it, you realize how much there is. Okay, and I think Okay, time for some reorganization in the chin. Oh, this is still the point where I'm like, I saw this, I saw that, I'm going to fix this, I'm going to fix that. No, I'm going to, I need to get this chin a little more solid. And I'm really almost scrubbing with my brush right now. And you'll notice I haven't mixed a new color for a while. 
because the, the color mixing is very important, but it does get in the way of making these changes. So today's not really a color mixing day as much as it is a redraw day. Well, I'm glad you guys like the draw alongs. Sometimes I feel like it might just be annoying to listen to me for that long, but if you guys like it, I believe you. Because I suppose the difference is that I really can instruct. When it's a hangout, it's a little bit different. All right, this has to get better. This really is a wreck. Okay, let's really, really fix this for real. Brush cleaning. Uh, it's this, like, I don't have enough flesh here. I'm going to go to my Naples yellow and cut it with a little touch of that blue. I think it's this form right here. That's not substantial enough. Oh, and it's this form too. It's, um, this is, okay, I think I sort of see what I'm messing up. Jeez, Naples Yellow is like my savior today. Look at this. It's like doing everything for me. Oh, I definitely need more cadmium red, though. It's getting very purple. So I'm just going to knock in a big chunk of cadmium down here. Okay, it needs something here. It's that one, like, blob of flesh that I was missing. Okay, let's see if I can get this flesh a little bit more dramatic. Because then I can connect that to the lip. Oh my gosh, so many wrinkles. I'm trying to keep track of them. I'm going to cut them a little with that brown so it's not so, so severe. Oh wow, and there's a whole bunch in here as well. I can't wait to show this to Linda. I hope some of you got to see the short that I did with Ken and Linda. And Sarah and Lori. I miss those guys so much. Some of my favorite people on the RISD campus when I used to teach there. Uh, Carol is asking, can the Lucy tool be used with a photograph as the image? I actually don't know what a Lucy tool is, Carol. So if you want to Tell me what that is. I'm happy to give you some thoughts. Yeah, if people didn't get to see the recent live stream with Anna, 
watch that stream. That's a very important stream. It's where we talked about artists with disabilities. And it's a topic that I just don't think gets enough visibility. So Anna says, we are just talking about this with differently abled artists. I want social media to reflect the full range of the human experience. Yes. And I know people, obviously, everybody has a different comfort level with showing themselves, but we need to see older folks. We need to see people who are differently abled. So um, if that's something people can do, I, I do think it has a big impact, bigger impact than you think. Because people say, oh, I'm middle-aged, I have gray hair. I'm like, I think that's awesome. I want to be one of those like gorgeous older women who have like white hair. Like I'm so looking forward to that. <laughs> so I met this art teacher at a conference and she had like white hair, but then she had this beautiful purple streak. It was so cool. I was like, oh my God, I want to be able to do that someday. <laughs> Okay, fixing up edges. I feel so tight, you guys, but I sort of have to be. Like, I wish I could be all gestural and painterly right now, but I just don't feel like I can with all of these changes that I'm making. And so I'll, I'll have chances later to loosen up, but not right now. This is me being very, very picky. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, you're being so dumb painting like this. You should be all gestural and fluid. But it's like there's a time and a place for that. That's not always what your painting needs. And I wish I could be one of those people who just go, Ch -ch -ch -ch. I can't do it. It's too hard for me. Neck is getting better. Oh god, the lip. Okay, the lip. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna work on it. But I'm not gonna paint like every single wrinkle like I did in some of the other spots. I, I just don't think it's that necessary. I'll give a basic outline, but that's kind of it. I do you want to clean up? There's a couple spots here. There's just too much dark. More simple. And just a touch of highlight. I feel like my highlights are a little bit too bright. I'll calm them down a little bit. I just don't want the lip to be so hidden. Okay, here's where I need a bigger brush. So much washing, so much cleaning. <laughs> if anything, I just want the painting to be more, um, I want the painting to breathe more. I feel like where I left it last time, it, it just felt very stiff and chunky. And I just want to soften up some edges, clean up some drawing problems, and then go from there. So here, this is way too, oh, I've got to mix a different color. 
I think these whites are just too dramatic. So I'm going to put it here and I'm going to put a little bit of this brown and quite a bit of cadmium red. Let's mix this up. Maybe that's going to help me in that area. I guess it's really similar to this color I was using. I'm going to put even more cadmium red. This is a very red painting. I don't know. I feel like cadmium red is one of those colors that's just like very volatile. <laughs> <laughs> I do want it darker, so maybe a little bit of ultramarine. So that ultramarine, I really added it there for value to make it darker. But of course, now it looks too purple. So let's get some more cadmium red. more red. Okay, let's see if that is going to serve me better in that area because that highlight is so out of control. The one that's on the chin. Chin. Let's try this. You know, I'm going to take a little bit of this maroon. I'm going to add a little cadmium. Give it a little kick. Because for me to do that here, I'd have to add like a big blob of cadmium. So sometimes this is a good compromise. And I need more matte medium. Make it more transparent. And... Maybe a bit more highlight here. Let's get a nice, ooh, that felt good. That felt like a nice stroke. I need more brushes. <laughs> the thing about having more brushes is that you don't have to clean them as much. Welcome, Arvin, from Moritas Island. Okay, I confess I have no idea where that is. I'd love for you to tell me. Tell me in the chat, where is everybody from? Tell me what country. It, it still blows my mind that people are from all over watching. Tell me in the chat. Okay. I'm going to use cadmium red here to sort of glaze that highlight a bit more. Yeah, I need more cadmium red down here. Definitely. Okay, that's a little better for the chin. And then I need some of that Prussian blue for a little more definition. I still have a really long ways to go, but I am feeling a little better, a little less stressed about where this is going. You 
you know, it's like sometimes you look at your painting and you're just like, your head's about to explode. You just feel like you have no idea. And this painting definitely still has, oh my gosh, so much work. But it's like not, it doesn't feel as like emergency of a situation like it did in the beginning. Okay, let's get that mouth defined a little bit better. And maybe a touch more highlight, not very much. I really want to rub that in. Okay, and then this needs to be a much more dramatic stroke. There's a, make that much more defined. Let's do a glaze. So now I'm doing Prussian blue, but I'm doing a Prussian blue glaze over this area so that I get the value change, but it's not killing it entirely. All right, let's go back. Oh, actually I need a touch more. Oh, I, I need to separate the lip from the opening of the mouth. Okay, that, that really needs to be done because she doesn't really have a mouth right, a lip right now. That's probably too light, but I just want to put it in first. So let's darken that now. Some of this brown to make the value darker. So that's not a color issue. That is a value issue. And it's very easy to mistake one for the other. People think it's a color problem, but no, it's like sometimes it just needs to be darker. So it's really important to be able to distinguish between those two things. Because when you paint with color, more often than not, what happens is people forget about value. You get so caught up in the other stuff that you forget that the value has to be taken care of. More drawing here. Don't want to lose this mouth. That's a pretty dramatic shadow. Okay, come on. I need a lip. I need like five more small brushes. <laughs> it's really annoying to have to clean them all the time. Okay, I just need to bring this little touch of highlight here. It needs more. Oh shoot, how did that cadmium red get on there? Crap, that's not what I wanted. Yeah, we need a little more of her lip going up in that direction. Okay, and then this. Oh, shoot, that was way too dark. Okay, let's get rid of that rag. Rag is your best friend, everybody. It really is. I guess it's sort of like a a, a dishcloth <laughs> when you're cooking 
you need it for everything. Okay, that feels a little bit better. Okay, the, the drawing is better. I'll look at this. We got Bulgaria, Canada, Brooklyn, Spain, outside of Boston, Houston, Canada, Louisiana, Boston, Germany. I love that. Doesn't that just blow your mind? Do the older folks in the chat, do you guys remember when you had to do long distance calling and it was like a dollar a minute? You know how stressful that was? Because I had went to receive pre-college and I met all these cool kids. One was in Arizona, one was in New York. And it's like, I just, it, it cost such a fortune to talk to them. My parents were so mad because I ran up these phone bills that were higher than they should have been. trying to think how much more I want to pick at this area. I'm still not that happy about the mouth. I think it might just be a drawing thing here. And maybe it's an edge thing as well. Maybe these edges have to be a little lighter. And actually, I am going to paint the teeth now because I feel like I can't live without the teeth at this point. My God, I've been painting for two hours. I feel like nothing's happened. Ugh. I mean, stuff has happened, but not much. <laughs> oh, everything is such a mess. Ugh. Where is everything? Okay, this is a nice clean brush. Okay. Whew. More squinting. Fix up this nose a little bit. I just feel this highlight on the nose is just way too much. I'm just going to really pull it down with a glaze because it's just really bad. And then maybe glaze over with some matte medium. A little bit of highlight up here so I can start to pull that together. Because the, the nose right now to me, it just doesn't feel connected to anything like that. This upper section up here, I, I think is sort of frustrating me. Like it, it's making this highlight too dramatic. So maybe if I just pull out some highlights up here that'll get the nose to not feel like such a foreign entity. <laughs> I still, I still think I need another cadmium glaze, but I'm not going to do it right now. But we do need to get these highlights better resolved because they're, they're pretty critical in this upper section. everybody see how slow this is? <laughs> I feel like I've barely done anything. And it's been like two hours.
feels good. I have not been painting you guys at all. Like I've not been making anything. I've just been actually, you know what I've been doing? It's very boring. I've been working on the website like crazy. And I know that the percentage of people who are going to see the website is much lower than the people that are going to see us on YouTube. But I guess the thing about the website is it, it makes me feel more cohesive because we are in so many places. Instagram, TikTok, blah, blah, blah. And for me, the website is a way to have almost, I guess, a home base so that I, I feel like, yes, there, there is cohesion to what we're doing because sometimes it just feels like everything is everywhere. And I, I crave feeling like there is some organization to what we have. And so what I've been doing on the website is adding a lot of content from staff, Discord moderators, that people can take a look at to enhance the experience. So if you haven't been to artprof.org, go check it out because I'm going to be sad if nobody goes. <laughs> in fact, tell me in the chat, how many people have been to artprof.org? And if you have been there, what have you used? What is the content that you have found helpful to you on the website that let's say you probably couldn't get on YouTube? Because things like our tracks, our curriculums, those are things that are not really, I mean, we have the videos on YouTube, but those curriculums, they, they have so much supplementary resources that I think are important. And not everything translates well into a video. So a big part of the website too, is that I have access to all the slideshows, all that stuff on YouTube is just, just less organized, I think. But anyway, I hope the website has helped some of you. Okay, I'm putting a little dark, you guys probably almost can't see it, but I'm putting this Prussian blue over the brown and it is helping with the articulation. This does need to be a little darker though. So I'm gonna get some of this magenta, mix it in with some of the brown because this needs to come down and go, oh, whoa, I was like periwinkle. Okay, <laughs> I don't want that. I need it way darker in value. Because this whole area is missing that. Oh, wait, did I draw? I think I drew that wrinkle twice. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Let's bring that back. That's like... Anybody here, you're drawing something with hands and you're like counting the fingers <laughs> to make sure. Yeah, this all needs, it got really purple again. It all needs a glaze going on top. So actually, I'm going to do that right now. I'm just going to take some of the cadmium red. And I'm going to just glaze over because there's a bunch of spots I can already tell they're just getting way too purple. And red is really the name of the game here. I'm going to have to tell that to Linda. I'm going to tell her that she's a cadmium red person. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, shoot. It's still coming. Oh, that's better. Okay, there we go. I was really missing some of that cadmium in there. And, you know, this, this eye could still go up a little higher, I think. Yeah, I do feel better about this area. Let's do a little bit of work on the eyes. I, I need to, at the very least, have some indication of the pupils, the wide of the eyes. But to do that, I think I need some pretty strong Prussian blue. I'm impressed, Prussian blue. You're doing a good job. Anybody else talk to their colors? You're really doing well for me today. I'm impressed. Ah, oh, shoot. I keep getting distracted. It's like, I know I want to work on one part, but then when I go to work on that one part, I notice something else. It's very hard to stay focused, I think. Anybody else feel that way? cadmium. I think it's probably time to clean my palette too. It's getting pretty gross. Oh, that's too much. I think I need Naples yellow to cut that cadmium red. It's too much. There's a pretty strong feeling of color up there. Oh yeah. And I really lost this. Okay. More cadmium red. T today, it's cadmium red, Prussian blue, and Naples yellow. That is my palette for today. Yeah, that really helped. I lost the highlight, but I'll bring it back. Is that? Yeah, okay. Some more up there. Some more... Prussian blue to bring back the contrast. I mean, this is probably too harsh, but I'm okay with that because I can always blend it out later. Right now, these little strokes are helping me. I, I feel, feel more secure. Oh my gosh, you guys, you know what movie I watched? <laughs> Has anybody here seen Leap Year with Amy Adams and oh, Matthew Good? <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like the worst rom-com. But Matthew Good is in it. And he's so cute. And you know something? I didn't watch that movie for a while because I was like, oh, he's got all that facial hair. I don't really like him with the facial hair. But uh, I watched it. And he looks really good. He's got these little curls at the back of his hair. They're so hot. <laughs> so now I know I have another Matthew Good movie that I can put on. But you know what's the best movie is Imitation Game. Benedict and Matthew Good <laughs> in one place, both looking really hot in old clothes. <laughs> I will watch that movie anytime. I was telling my kid, because my kid is really into history right now. She's 16. And I was like, we need to watch the imitation. <laughs> She's like, 
it's been in a cover batch and it, oh she was like really mad at me <laughs> it's like it's historical you'll learn something about the world Thank you so much, Amanda, for the super chat. These super chats, everybody, they really add up. Even if it's $2. Big, big difference. Oh, I'm so happy. Kirsch has looked at the tracks. A Scarf says the home base. Good, good. <laughs> I like that. Yes, use the search bar, everybody. The website's so gigantic, you're not going to find things clicking through that easily. Just use the search bar. It's really, really useful. Annie says, reference collections. Excellent. Christine says, references. Refresh myself on lessons from tracks. Sentient. Oh, good. I so appreciate you're looking at my nerdy slideshows. <laughs> cool. I'm so glad. Oh, you guys make me so happy. And so validated. Uh, <laughs> this is really funny. Sevangelic says, not Sevangelic, Sentient says, I can also hear the frustration diminishing in Prof Lu's voice. The stream is a literal model of perseverance. I, I'm sticking around, you guys, okay? I, I'm not going to chicken out. <laughs> Yes, we need teeth. Okay, it's just I got distracted by the eyes. Um, I'll go back to the teeth in a minute. But you know something? The whites of the eyes, they're, they're actually sort of green. So I'm going to get some of this yellow ochre. And let's mix it with Prussian blue. So it's more of a cousin in a way. I mean, that green, that looks a little bit too saturated. I'm going to cut it with a little bit of alizarin crimson because the alizarin crimson is complementary color. Jeez, that is just really mud. Okay, that is not light enough in value. So I need just a little touch this white. That might be too much, but let's just try it. I'm just going to put a little dot there. Yeah, that's probably a little too much. Let's go back. A little bit more Prussian blue and actually a little bit of this brown. I feel like it's too blue. Use this brown down here to cut that a bit. And I'm actually going to go in with a rag and get rid of that because that was a little too much. Okay, so what I see is this shape. It's really going to be hard for me to put in the pupils. I think I made that a little too high. I mean, I don't know if you guys can really see what's happening right now. I know the, the quality is not great on the live stream, but I will be posting images later in the Discord. Okay. Okay, so there's a slight indication and a little bit more here. Actually, the one on the left is a little bit lighter, so I'm going to lighten up the value. This one's more visible. 
cut it with some of this Prussian blue. And the pupils, you can barely see them, but I am going to put them in there. Okay. I might even take some of this yucky green <laughs> and put it in here. Because there, there actually is a lot of green in skin tone. So that is really helpful to have a little bit of that green becoming more visible. Yeah, I need a little bit. There's a little touch of reflected light on the side, the right side of the nose that I'm going to add. get that in there. I'm going to use Naples yellow again. It's just a slight touch of reflected light. Kids texting me, of course. I get texts from my kids. Where are the apples in the fridge? Like, I don't know. Why do you guys think I know the location of all the vegetables in the fridge? And yet I have kids that tell me that I'm so stupid and why would anybody ever want to talk to me? I'm like, this doesn't really line up. Why do you think I'm some genius who knows where the apples are at all times? Although my, my teen, who is 13, their latest thing is they, they have a bubble, okay? So um, I go to give them a hug and it's, you're in my bubble. And then I back up and say, my bubble is really big. I was like, shoot. <laughs> Although I think it was Karen in the Discord who told me this that their bubble changes depending on their needs. I like that. I think that's really nice. And it's fine. I'll put up with it. Let's get some pinks into the center of the nose because the nose actually does have a slight glow to it. So it's like, this is all shadow, but I'm adding in some pinks. So we get more of that glow and I'm going to add some more darker areas to distinguish this side of the nose because the whole thing about facial features, they really have to sink into the figure. Like if they feel like they're sitting on the surface, it's not going to work very well. Ah, rag, rag to the rescue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't have quite enough um, matte medium in here, so I got to pick that up. More matte medium. Okay, this is starting, starting, it's not there yet, starting to get to the fun part. Almost. I can start pulling out some of these highlights 
around the chin. And actually this whole area here really needs to be pulled out some more. That does feel better. And actually I do need to do some redrawing around the neck because there, there's a lot here in terms of wrinkles and I, I don't have it at all. Okay, let's get a little Prussian blue. We're gonna do some drawing in the neck area because what I'm really missing, so there's this concavity down here at the bottom and I'm not gonna paint every wrinkle. I just need to show the general direction. Like, the, okay, the wrinkles are about going that way because I really don't think you have to paint every single wrinkle. I think you just have to get the gist of it. cleaning okay all right so this really needs more darkness and value and i could just do like a prussian blue glaze over that okay so the prussian blue glaze not enough matte medium Because I, I need this whole neck area has to feel more atmospheric. I just think it's too harsh right now. So that's why the stuff I'm adding right now, I'm doing pretty soft edges. Yeah, this whole, okay, I got to switch to a bigger brush. This is not going to work. Okay, let's just do Prussian blue glaze over this whole area with a little touch of this brown. Okay, so this is all Prussian blue glaze. Ugh, that's too blue. Put in some more brown. More matte medium. Now I'm going to take a rag and wipe this down. That's a good way to get rid of edges. So you put down some of these strokes. Now see how that's too harsh? Now I'm going to go back in and lift. So the lifting is extremely helpful. I'm going to do a cadmium red glaze over this whole thing because this is already getting too blue, but that will come later. So that sort of gets the Prussian blue to sink into the surface of the paint without being too severe. Now that is too severe, so I'm going to go back and lift it some more. More matte medium. And that tends to show more of the direction. I think that's too much. <laughs> okay, let's go back. <laughs> I think that's too harsh. Ugh. Let's just use cadmium red. Yeah, that's better. I think that just got a little bit too out of control. So we're just gonna 
erase what I just spent the last five minutes putting down, which is okay. Ugh, that got really blue. That's bad. We need more cadmium red down here. I'm sort of blending the cadmium red with the blue because it got to be too much. Okay, squint. Time to squint. More cadmium red up here. All right, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Yeah, Ginger, I love it. I love seeing everybody's stuff. Pam's asking, would you please do a video on value? Can't seem to recognize what the values are when working with colors. Well, you're in luck, Pam. We already have one. So just type into YouTube, art prof value, elements of art. Just value is probably good enough. Ginger's. <laughs> says I don't have a bubble okay I don't get to have one because people are constantly asking me for things I wish I had a bubble okay good Yukon swim mom I'm not the only one <laughs> do we have any I say I don't know you could look well see they look in the fridge and they're like I don't see them where are they and I have to like get up go to the fridge and point it at. I'm like you guys how are you ever going to survive the world? Yes, Amanda, the roll of the eyes. <laughs> My favorite is the, <laughs> the noises. Thank you so much, Gina, for the super chat. It's so generous the way all of you support us incredibly helpful. Yes, a scarf. It builds character, correct? Anybody here watch, or not watch, read Calvin and Hobbes growing up? And remember every time the father would make Calvin do something, he'd say, builds character, because apparently that's what his own dad actually said. Sentient says, I wish more people who don't make art could see the stream to see how much work goes into this, how many different phases it goes through before it starts to look like this. I mean, I don't even think I'm halfway done, you guys. Like, I, I think there's still a lot that needs to be done. Let me know in the chat who here would like to see part three. Because um, if that helps you guys, I'll do it. I just sometimes I worry that the video doesn't have enough going on, but... If it helps all of you guys, we'll do it. I really will. I I like to keep our programming as diverse as possible. Obviously, I don't want to just be painting the same painting for two months. But um, maybe we could wait five months in between, like I did for this one. I didn't check, but I'm pretty sure I did the part one like in October. It's been a really long time. Because, yeah, there's still a lot here that needs to be done. It's not even close. So I'm putting down these lines, but then almost right away, I'm going back in and I'm cleaning them up. 
This must, maybe this will just be the painting that never ends. Oh my God. I mean, I was doing really, really long paint-alongs like the, um, which was it? The water mixable one that I did that was of the still life. That one took a long time. And that piece really did feel sort of resolved to me. And this one does not feel that way. So actually over here, it gets very neutral. I'm going to take this pink and I'm going to put a little bit of blue into it. So it gets even muddier because it's really muddy. And actually a little touch of yellow ochre because it's sort of purple, but I want it to be even more muddy. Like this. So it's a little bit lighter than what's happening here, but it's also more dull. So that's the other thing. You also have to say to yourself, okay, is it a saturation thing? Or is it a value thing? Okay, and this actually has a little bit more of a softness to it. So I feel like this is way too harsh. So in the photo, this edge is very sharp but I'm changing it so that it's not like that in mine because I think it's too much to soften that edge. Yeah, I think that feels better. Let's try that. Yeah, that's a little better. I think I need to go back in because I sort of lost the red here. And that's actually, it's too light. So I need redder and darker is what I need over here. And a little more value back here because you can see a slight indication of her trapezius. Actually, you guys, I was laughing so hard because you probably can't tell because it's not on camera, but I hurt my foot recently. And... Um, they don't know what it is yet. I have to get some stuff from the doctor to find out first. But the point is, I hurt my foot, my left foot. And I saw the doctor and he's like talking to me about the stuff. He's like, yes. And so here on your lateral malleolus, I'm like, mm, I know where that is. <laughs> and he was like, this is your peroneus longus. I'm like, I know where that is. <laughs> I was just like, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to try to up you on the anatomy. Because, yes, you probably know way more than me. <laughs> but I was, like, giggling so hard inside. I know. I know where the malleolus is. I know where the calcaneus is. <laughs> okay, so here, there's a lot of wrinkles. And I'm not going to draw every one, but I'm going to show the general direction of them with a glaze. So I'm putting down the Prussian blue, but now I'm going to wipe some of it away so it's not so severe, but it's still there. And same thing over here too. I'm going to put those wrinkles in there, but I'm going to sort of soften them a bit. This shadow is way too strong, so I'm going to cut that back a little bit because I think it's getting in the way. 
here again, the rag. My rag is a little bit moist, everybody. So, you know, it's not totally dry. That's helpful because then it's like there's already stuff in there. So actually, I'm going to do that. I'm going to cut some of these lines so they're not, because I think some of them are a little bit too harsh, like especially in here. I just, I don't want them to be so, so prominent. Although I might regret it and have to put them back later. Who knows? Okay, way more cadmium red down here at the bottom. Ugh, that is terrible. <laughs> I don't want it like that. So again, this is where your wet rag can help you blend out some of those areas. Not bond. Oh, I like that. That really looks cool. I'm gonna do more of it over here. Ooh, that makes me happy. I want to go overboard though. That's a little better. I need to fix up this. There, there is quite a bit of red up here. But there's this like darkish shadow that I think this needs to be more prominent. It's a little bit green. So actually, I'm going to mix some yellow ochre into the brown. So it's a little more yellow. And I'm going to put a little cerulean blue. Want to be cerulean blue. Mm, that might be too much. I don't think I like that. Or maybe I'm just putting it on too thick. Maybe if I do more glazing, it will help. Yeah, that's a little better. It's still pretty purple. I don't know why. It's like I can't get out of the purple crap. Swipe it down. There, that's a little less severe. There's a little bit of highlight here. I'll grab some Naples yellow. Because there's a slight touch of um, a highlight on the wrinkle here. It's, it's like really, really minor. <laughs> Jessica says, as someone who works in healthcare, it definitely helps a lot. <laughs> oh, good. Brazen, you understand. The scope, part three and four necessary would wait, not wait months between though. Okay. So yes, people do want part three. Yeah. Andy says yes. So does capital letter. So does Margaret in Exploding Drops. Awesome. Ginger, I'm trying to be chill. I, I'm sort of having a heart attack inside, but it's okay. <laughs> cool. I'm so glad you guys appreciate that. It's just in the world of social media and people wanting instant results, I just find it really reassuring to know that, yes, there are people out there who are so appreciative of these processes and who are not going to 
take shortcuts and are going to really appreciate what goes into the process. It's, it's really, really nice, everybody. Because oftentimes it really doesn't feel that way. It feels like nobody wants that. Nobody wants to put in the time and everybody wants the quick fix. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and the thing is, what I'm putting into this is like 1% of I'm sure what went into a lot of the paintings that you see in the museums. This is like, this is like Tinker Toys compared to Rembrandt and all those masters. So what I'm doing here, this is like a drop in the water of what you could do with painting. You would have to have like 10 streams to make that happen. My goal, I just want to show you guys enough that you get a taste of, okay, this, this is where this, this is sort of the bare minimum, I guess is what I'm saying. It's like the bare minimum so you don't feel totally destroyed. Ugh. I don't want to lose this red. Like there's this really nice patch of red that I don't want to get rid of. In fact, I'm going to reinforce it. Jeez, the rag is like doing all the work right now. Nice. Good job, rag. Okay, and let's try to get, I feel like I lost the cheekbone a little bit. I'm trying to figure out if it's the highlight or if it's the shadow. I kind of think it's the shadow. It's not curvaceous enough. It's like it's supposed to be not so straight. And I think maybe this little glaze under the highlight will do it. Yeah, that's feeling better. Okay, good. Sometimes I look at, at the painting on my computer screen and it does help sometimes doing that. See, it only took me two and a half hours <laughs> to get to a point where I'm like, okay, this is okay. I can live with this. I'm not going to go into cardiac arrest. It's fine. I don't know why. Why does it feel like that? It's like when things go wrong in your painting, it really does feel like the apocalypse. Please tell me I'm not the only one. And it's like, that. then you hit all the hyperbole, which is like, I suck. I'm the worst artist on the planet. It's never going to work. <laughs> it's like, you just have to like rein it in a little. <laughs> Okay, let's really wipe away this edge. Really let it just disappear. I'm gonna do the same thing over here because I just don't want such a harsh edge all the way through. I think that's gonna look bad. Lifting more with my rag. Well, I'm very flattered that you are all hanging out with me for so long. <laughs> I know this is a long stream, but I knew it had to be.
Okay, more cadmium, more Naples yellow. So you can see I'm really pushing the edges and the edges in the photo are not the soft. I'm exaggerating that. I want this painting to like really breathe. And that's not going to happen unless I'm willing to really lose a lot of the edges. And I realized I didn't do that when I was younger. I looked at my old art school figure paintings and they're really graphic almost compared to the way I'm trying to do this drawing, this painting. So it's amazing. While you can learn a lot at art school, oh my gosh, there's so many things that I was like, oh, it was like 10 years later. Oh, that's what they meant. <laughs> now I get it. It's like 10 years after art school. Has anybody had that? Tell me in the chat. Has there ever been some concept that the first couple times you heard it, you were like, what? For me, it was warm and cool colors because I had two professors at RISD who were fantastic, but they just always talked about warm and cool. Cool this, cool that. And I was like, oh, I'm so sick of this. I want to talk about warm and cool colors anymore. And then it's like a couple years later, I was like, oh, oh yeah, I get it now. <gasps> For me, one of the biggest turning points when I started to do portraits with painting was the natural light thing. Because Tony Janello, who was my professor at RISD, and there's a video of me interviewing him on the website. And, oh my gosh, he was the first teacher who said, oh, you need to paint with natural light. And I was like, what? I've never heard of this. Like we always use the incandescent lights in the other painting classes. And oh my God, it's like he just revolutionized the way I thought about portraits because of the natural light thing. So if you've done portraits, but you've never had the chance to paint one with natural light, oh my gosh, go do it right now. It is such a game changer, everybody. So a lot of people will say to me, why does my portrait look so yellow? That's usually why. It's usually because you're not painting with natural light. And so, yes, everything just gets really yellow after a while. So that that's not a painting technique thing. That's a setup thing. Like people don't realize how important your setup is. And that happens a lot with reference photos. I'll help people, let's say in the Discord, how to go about their portraits. And I say, well, show me the reference photo. And nine times out of 10, the problem is not the artist. It's a lousy reference photo. And so when you have a bad reference photo, it's like you're almost screwed from the beginning, which is really hard. I'm going to start 
the hair up here, it's like really orange. It's got a lot of yellow in it. And I, I don't think I'm ready to like work work on the hair just yet, but um, I, I just want to get like that slap of yellow up at the top. So we have some of that. Yeah, because that, that whole area needs just like a crazy amount of work. But, oh, I remember what I was going to do. I was going to add the ear. <laughs> she has not had an ear for a really long time. So I don't want the ear to be a really big deal. I, it's barely there, but it does need to be there because I think it's awkward if it's not. And I'm just going to add a lot of red. I don't know why. It's like this painting keeps getting really purple. I don't know if that's just because of my underpainting or something, but I, I keep fighting the purple in this for some reason. I don't really know why. I think the ear is a lot bigger than I'm making it. I think it needs to come out more. I think I'm underestimating the scale. Yeah, that's better. Okay. And then I got to work on the edges because <laughs> now it looks like somebody just stuck it on. It looks terrible. <laughs> Because really, there's sort of like a mess of hair back here. So I'm just going to add a couple highlights, like really, really simple ones. There's a big one that goes down the center. And then I will add some value again in some of those darks. But I'm going to come back to this. I just want to put it down so it's not completely lost in the portrait. But it does need way more at some point. Oh my gosh, it's so high. Oh crap, I put it really high. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's do that again. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. It's way too high. Oh my god. Because I looked at where it was in relation to the eye, and it's like, oh, it's not even close. Okay, let's pull that way down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, the top is like here. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> okay, that's why it's good to step back, look at your piece from a distance. And so the bottom of the ear... It's like a little above that. So I think it's about there. Okay, that's better. <laughs> this is definitely a drawing issue. <sighs> okay, let's block in some really simple darks. And I'll come back to that later. Now that I have the placement better, I don't feel as worried. More Naples yellow. So, okay, this area is sort of a wreck right now, but I'm just trying to add some more active strokes so that it, it does like breathe a little bit more. I probably went a little too crazy with the Naples yellow, but I think it is better. 
Lisa says, can you re-explain your overall end goal? Realistic color, which edges are soft and emotion. Okay, great. That's a, such a good question, Lisa. Um, I think overall, I want tension. Tension in the flesh. Because there's a lot happening in here. Like you see the way the flesh is compressing against itself. But then you have areas where the skin sags, like down here. That's where you feel the pull of the flesh coming down. Now, the cheekbone, not so much. The cheekbone's a little bit more just bony as a structure. But I feel like the piece is about skin in a way because um, of all the wrinkles, which to me are incredibly expressive. I love the wrinkles. I think they're absolutely gorgeous. So I think it's the variation of the skin, the tension of the skin, how the skin flows or doesn't flow. And then I think color-wise, I, I really want soft edges. I really, really want this. Because <laughs> I want her to feel more airy, a little bit more ethereal, I suppose. I mean, not like Lord of the Rings elf ethereal, but you know. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that, Lisa because I actually hadn't really thought it through and it is helpful. You don't have to have things set in place, but you can say, Hey, this is what I'm after. This is what's important to me. And that is very valuable. Okay. I need more matte medium. I probably am due for a palette cleaning, but I'm lazy and don't feel like it. <laughs> Just, I want this cheekbone to be more prominent. I kind of want to cross out those edges. That feels a little better. Okay. You need more around. Where's that spot? I think it's down here. I think down here there's not enough articulation. I think I need a couple of not highlights, but lighter parts. Um, yeah, I do. I need some of this. Let's see how light this is. I don't know if this is light enough. Yeah, that's not light enough. I think this needs, let's just give it a little touch of Naples. God, I'm putting Naples yellow in everything today. But that does give it a certain cohesion. I will say that. So yes, while you want variety in your images, there's also something to be said about keeping it fairly simple, your palette. Yeah, because there's some compression in the skin here and I feel like I missed that. It's subtle, it's not a lot. Oh, this is the highlight. Oh, this is it. You guys, I found it. That's the highlight I needed. I'm just trying to like blend it into the skin a little more.
no, 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 I don't like that brown. No, come back. I feel like this is too high now. <laughs> Shoot. Maybe it is. I don't care right now. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I feel like I'm, I'm putting down paint and I'm removing like 50% of what I'm putting down. Just fine. Yeah, my rag is my best friend. Totally. I'm going to do a touch more, but I think I'm almost ready to wrap it up. Even though I want to stay and fix everything. I think it's at a place where I can not hate it. Oh, I was going to do the teeth. I forgot about that. Okay, let me do the teeth. Because that actually is very important to this pose. The teeth to me are quite yellow. So I took yellow ochre. Because the teeth are like very visibly like an absolutely like a different color. So that is very important. Oh, I really like this. What Lisa sang. I can see how you discover your end goal while making a piece. That's why a series is so rewarding. Yes. Karen's asking, doesn't cleaning your palette halfway through cause problems? Not really. I mean, this is all dry paint. I'm trying not to do it because it's just this disruption. <laughs> so Manette says, one of my moments was actually in the first workshop I did with you on animals. You said to find the things with the subject that stand out and use that. Basically, don't remember exactly. Yeah, perfect. And Manette says that helped me so much with all my drawings and paintings. I find the thing that stands out and will focus more on that and emphasize it and feel like it's made my work so much better. That's fantastic. Yeah, because you don't need to draw everything to the same degree. There are certain things that stick out more and it, it's different depending on the person. You know, somebody might look at this and say, oh my gosh, I love Linda's hair. I want it to be about the hair. I look at it and I'm just, I'm looking at the tension between the eyes. Like I really, really like that stuff, but it may not be good for somebody else. So, yeah. I'm, I'm just so tired of all those YouTube videos that are like, here are three things you should never, ever do as an artist. I'm like, I, I don't think it's like that. It's not that. You guys, it's like, no, Sorry. Sorry to burst your bubble. I don't know. I just feel like so much of what I see on YouTube is just like, there's no nuance to what I see. And it's like art is all about nuance. It's all about things not being straightforward and somewhat mysterious. And I, I just, I've never understood why it has to be so extreme. I mean, I guess it's like people want really concrete answers. I mean, that's why sometimes I, I feel bad as a teacher. I'm always like, it depends. <laughs> I understand why you would crave something being very straightforward. I get it, but it just isn't like that. There's so much nuance. Okay, a little more indication of wrinkles down here. 
and that helps get just a little more texture. Um, I feel like I should do a little touch on the hair because that really is a wreck. Um, I don't think I'm going to fix the color. I think I'm just going to soften up some of the edges and then I can come back at a later stream. So I, I just want to get rid of like the bluntness that's up here because I feel like that's not serving me very well. So I'm just going to soften up a whole bunch of things. That's better. Okay. And again, more glazing. You see, glazing's your friend. Glazing is fantastic. It does so much for you. So right now, I'm not doing color. I'm just trying to make it less severe. So I'm going to get, let's say cadmium red. Let's, let's try this cadmium lemon. This might be like way over the top, but I don't know. It might be kind of cool. Let's just see. Oh yeah, that's it. That That's the really sort of blatant yellowy orange that I wanted to be like distinctively different than the other parts. So I'm not going to do a lot with that. I'm just tossing it in there. So it, it doesn't feel quite so like off in terms of color, but it's like, it's such a, it's a very yellow red compared to what's happening in her neck. And that's what I'm after right now. There's a couple touches back here. Okay. And then just a little bit to distinguish because there, there's a couple spots in the hair that are like really concrete. Because I do think it's easier for me to come back to a softer, smoother surface than something that's still all like chunky and defined. And actually all this needs to darken as well. And then I'm going to just do a little pass Prussian blue here. Give it a little more kick of value. That does feel a little better. Um, just a touch more of red up here though. I feel like there's way too much dark. Ooh, that, that yellow ochre did not go well. I need Naples. Naples yellow, you're my friend. My best friend. We're, we're best friends forever. Ugh, that turned like really green and gross. Ew. I think I got to bring back some of this. Maybe it's the yellow ochre. Blame it on the yellow ochre. Let's try to get, oh, I need more cadmium. It's just like the cadmium problem. Is that it? So up here, I'm just gonna blend stuff in and then I can come back later and um, get more specific. That feels a lot better. 
oh, I still want to fix everything. <laughs> I still am like, ah, there's still 80,000 things that need to be fixed. But I think that is at a space where I think I might be ready to step away. Brazen says, do not ever want to do acrylic for anything so realistic because it just dries so quickly. I feel like it would become a 3D creation by the time. I mean, the glazing really does help. So that way the buildup is more gradual. I, I think what freaks people out is feeling like they have to repaint things, but the glazing makes it so you don't have to do that. You're welcome, Pam. And by the way, you guys, if you want a video on something, chances are we have it. So just go to ourprof.org, type in whatever thing, lighting, portrait, whatever, you'll find it. I think that's better than YouTube. I mean, YouTube, you could just type in art prof oil painting and you'll obviously find it. But on ourprof.org, it's a little easier because it's more streamlined. It's more likely to pick up what you want. So yeah, if you want something, we probably have it. We have that many videos. It is not oils, Gina. It is acrylic. Uh, C. Cantrell says, you ever missed your palette with water? I don't, but I should. I know Lauren does that a lot. Gina says, you are very good at explaining yourself. Well, I try to just say literally what's in my head because that's, I think, what you don't get to see. And half the time, what's going on in my head is, oh, help. <laughs> that would absolutely be the case. Everybody, I would love to meet you in the Discord, in the post live streams channel to share your work and chat a little bit more. And remember, we are doing registration for our March workshops. There's a few spots left in the composition and thumbnails workshop, which is this Saturday. We have art and money finances for artists coming up. We also have transform your art into merch and prints, abstract drawing and painting on the 18th, collage and mixed media experiments, a few spots left in all of those workshops. Join our Patreon group. We have such a good time in there. You can share your art in weekly voice sessions. The Patreon group, it's much smaller. You can find support there. It's a lot easier to make connections. And I provide critiques in the Patreon group. I do not do that in the public channels. And I also offer plenty of advice. And remember, we have all kinds of services at ArtProf, artist calls, portfolio critiques, statement editing, personal art curriculums, which is brand new. So hope you guys will take a look at that. And I will see you next time. Bye.